Blog Talk Radio. Hey there. How's it going, everybody? Uh, my name is Ethan Lee, and you are listening to For Whom the Podcast Tolls. This is the official podcast of For Whom the Cowbell Tolls, which is SB Nation's Mississippi State community. I'm your host. I'm the managing editor of For Whom the Cowbell Tolls. On today's show, we're going to we're going to look at the uh, the weird weird half that was the second half of the MSU game. You know, at halftime, went over the first half of the game. Um, if you weren't listening to that, did that live as well. This is also live, um, but we're going to just take a brief look at the the second half of the Mississippi State LSU game. It was incredibly weird as a whole weird game. Um, you know, in the first half, Mississippi State was down 23-3 to three at, at the half. Um, you know, come out in the second half, kick another field goal in the third quarter. You know, it looks like LSU is just going to run away with this. Um, defense steps in a little bit, slows them down. Then um, in the fourth quarter, Nick Fitzgerald had his helmet knocked off. Uh, Damian Williams enters. We're thinking, okay, all right, you know, we're just going to run the clock out at this point. Five minutes left in the game. There's no way we're winning this. There's no way we're scoring this. We're not doing anything. Um, Damian Williams leads a touchdown drive. First, or no, he runs for a touchdown. I, I don't remember what happened first. Let me check real quick. Um, he ran for the touchdown first. Uh, led a 66-yard drive at nine plays, two minutes, 40 seconds, gets it to 13 to 23. And then Mississippi State gets an uh, onside kick. Start thinking, okay, weird things are happening here. Um, Damian Williams shows the ability to throw downfield on these two drives. And then ultimately we um, score another touchdown. Damian Williams throws a pass to Brett Ross. And we're right back in it. It's a one, it's a field goal game at that point, at that moment. But, you know, State still being down. Um, LSU gets the ball back, tries to kill some clock. They don't. They leave State enough time to make one more drive. Mississippi State has a timeout. Um, Mississippi State gets the ball back. And then ultimately, um, just a con- really confusing sequence, ran Holloway out the left, he tries to cut it back up the middle, just like every other Brandon Holloway run up the middle. He gets just mugged, snuffed out. Um, and then the the play, you know, the, the drive ultimately stops, goes four and out. Uh, Damian Williams was sacked. No more comeback, no more upset, no more fun. Um, but just what a confusing sequence that fourth quarter, the last five minutes of that fourth quarter was. Uh, you uh, you see Damien Williams come in, and you know it it brings back the quarterback controversy. Whether Dan Mullen acknowledges it or not, there is a quarterback controversy again, and fans are confused. I think the media is going to be confused. Um, you know the team showed some fight. They showed the ability to get back into the game with Damien Williams at quarterback, but a weird sequence. Um, you know, but as a whole second half the uh the defense really looked better started forcing fumbles they um they showed some intensity and they started tackling well a lot better than in the first half um lsu couldn't have their way on offense anymore and i think part of that was lsu up 20 
assumes that they're just going to be able to cruise like we did the past two weeks. Um, and they entered vanilla mode, and that just didn't work. Um, you know, the defensive backfield still confusing, but moments they looked very well tackling. Uh, they were very good at tackling. And uh, still not great in coverage, but they're tackling better. Um, defensive line struggled to get consistent pressure. They couldn't really disrupt much on uh, LSU's offensive line, couldn't really get in the backfield, but LSU is such a talented offensive line that that's not much of a surprise. Um, the linebackers slowed Fournette down. They still struggled at times. Um, you know, Fournette had, you know, speaking on Fournette, he had like 90 yards in the first half off of 16 carries. He ended the game with 28 attempts, 147 yards, two touchdowns. You know, he didn't get another touchdown. He was held to under 50 yards. Well, no, 57 yards. My bad. And then on 12 carries, you know, he was slowed down. That's as good as you can hope for against Leonard Fournette. You're not going to stop him. Um, You know, the defensive line and the linebackers still struggled, couldn't get consistent pressure in the backfield um, until late in the game. They started to uh, pick up the intensity and started making and executing a little bit better. But at that point, it's too late. Um, looking at the offense, you know, it was non-existent for the most part. You start getting mid to the late third quarter. Ashton Shepard makes his presence known. Um, he had a, a very small sample size, but he had a good set of runs, was the spark plug for Mississippi State's offense. Um, and then Aries Williams proved to be a solid threat receiving out of the backfield. He's still pretty good at running the ball too. Um, these two guys made their presence known. They let Mississippi State fans know that they were alive, not being held hostage somewhere in a basement. Um, it was frustrating that we didn't get them involved earlier because of how well they played in this uh, in the second half. Um, you know, Ashton Shepard, it feels good to talk about him having a good game, having a good quarter. He wasn't used enough in this game, but he had a good quarter. He uh, he looked promising. Aries Williams looks promising. You know, Brandon Holloway still used incorrectly in my mind, in the minds of a lot of fans, in the minds of a lot of media members. It, it's mind-boggling seeing Brandon Holloway used the way he is. Um, you know, that being said, he had a fantastic catch that led to the uh, the first of two touchdowns from uh, Damian Williams catching it out of bounds, being able to stay in bounds long enough to, you know, touch the blah, blah, blah. I can't talk. Um, he caught it, was in bounds long enough to catch it, and then uh, it was back shoulder pass. Beautiful play. Um, had to be reviewed to make sure that it was a catch. But he's still being used incorrectly. You know, there's not a better – I mean, there's a – the last drive is a microcosm of everything that is wrong with Mississippi State's offense, and it started with a Brandon Holloway run that, you know, while it was out to the left, he ran it back up into the middle, and it just did not go anywhere. And you can't do that. It, you just can't. Um, you know, drop passes were an issue. Fred Ross dropped passes. You don't see Fred Ross dropping passes. Overthrows from Nick Fitzgerald. He still shows that he's young. He he still shows that he uh, does not have a lot of experience. Um, Damian Williams comes in, and you don't really see many dropped passes. I don't know if there's a correlation there. I'm not going to speculate. 
I'll let you guys speculate and that'll be fun. Um, but uh, yeah, Damian Williams looked sharp. He looked really good. The offense was in a lull for a long time. Um, you know, Damian Williams sparked the offense back up and also sparked up a quarterback controversy. Now, regardless if, if had we won this game, regardless, this quarterback controversy is not a good thing. Um, you know, Nick Fitzgerald on the sidelines did not look happy for Damian Williams. That was kind of weird. I, I don't know what's behind that. I don't know what's going on. He probably wanted to play because he's the starting quarterback. He uh, He's probably the uh, the best quarterback potential-wise, you know, maybe Tiano. But of the three guys competing for the job, um, you know, he is the best blend of potential experience and brains right now. I, I mean, he's just the right guy to go with. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, the offense picked up with Damian Williams. Part of that's probably LSU was snoozing. Part of that is you know, Damian Williams played well. Um, but a lingering controversy will not bode well for this team long term. I really hope that Dan Mullen just picks a guy and goes with him. You know, if you're going to pick Damien Williams, pick him. Just start him. Just go with Damien Williams to hell with whatever people say. Just go with Damien Williams. If you're going to go with Nick Fitzgerald, go with Nick Fitzgerald. Don't look back. Just go with him. Because this sort of thing is not going to be good for the Mississippi State team. It's not going to be good for the offense. It's not going to be good for the fans. Nobody's going to enjoy this. Um, I mean, I'm not saying don't switch quarterbacks if one is ineffective. Obviously, you should do that. But switch as soon as he proves to be ineffective. Don't wait far too late like it happened today. You know, the only reason that Damian Williams entered was because Nick Fitzgerald had his helmet knocked off. Had that helmet not been knocked off, you know, uh, Nick Fitzgerald is still playing. And so Dan Mullins, Dan Mullen playing these mind games, playing around and not being being indecisive, I guess the the two words that I'm looking for. Uh, Dan Mullen being indecisive is going to cost this Mississippi State team at some point. Probably cost them today. Um, You know, the same sort of thing happened in South Alabama. Damian Williams was ineffective. You probably should have put Nick Fitzgerald back in. That's the same thing that happened today. Uh, Nick Fitzgerald became ineffective probably should have put Damian Williams in earlier. Um, but I think Damian Williams proved to some people that he can throw the deep ball. He, uh, he can play well. He's still a game manager. He's still not going to do anything over the top from what we've seen so far. I mean, maybe he's going to prove us wrong again. But it, this this game is just so frustrating to watch, um, to look back on. And uh, I hope it's not frustrating going forward. I hope Dan Mullen just picks a guy, goes with him, um, be it Damian Williams, Nick Fitzgerald, Nick Tiano, I don't care, Wyatt Roberts, whatever, just pick a guy, go with him. Um, if someone's ineffective, pull him out, but don't wait till it's way too late, like you did today. So, yeah, this game was weird. I, I don't think there's anything else that can be said besides it was weird. Um, a lot of people are going to be mad about this loss. A lot of people are already mad about this loss, but it just is what it is. 
Um, it's kind of on to the next game. We're going to look more in depth at this game, a little bit, a little bit more in depth at the whole game um, with John Clark on Monday's show. That'll be it for this show. Uh, I'm not too happy about the outcome of this game. I don't think anybody is. But the uh, the team showed some fight, and it was it was fun those last five minutes just because it was so weird, so unpredictable. Um, I want to see that team that was in that last five minutes play a full 60 minutes. So we've never done it. You know, in these first three games, the first quarter of the season, we have not seen that. So if they can't play like they did those last five minutes, we're not going to make it to a bowl. And we're going to talk a little bit about that with John Clark. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. I, I uh, mumble, ramble a little bit here and there, um, but I, I appreciate y'all listening in. So that'll be it for this episode. Uh, stay hashtag very quality. Maybe Mississippi State can pull out some wins later down the road. I didn't get it tonight. So. Y'all have a good one.